0: Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast, the show that offers you tips and strategies to help speakers build the business of their dreams. Now, here's your host, 30-year industry veteran and business coach, Jane Atkinson. Well, welcome everyone to
1: the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. It's so great to be back after a short hiatus. I think I got a little burnt out after recording so much content in the first and second quarters of this year. You know, we did a lot of COVID programming. We had a lot of content to our school about speaking virtually. And, you know, sometimes we just need to hit the pause button. So I would encourage those of you who haven't yet taken vacations to please do so. Because guess what? You cannot give from an empty well. And there's nobody I'd rather hit the ground running with than my good friend and really smart colleague, Chris West, who's on the line today. Welcome, Chris.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's so good to be with you, Jane.
1: (laughs) Now, we did a four-week series at the top of COVID called Brand Camp. I know that we had a blast, but we got a lot of really good feedback from that, didn't we?
0: It was so much fun because, you know, we're in the world every day where we see multiple people or maybe 20 to 30 speakers at a, t- you know, in a given week to work on in depth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like most of us when we're not working with our clients, right, we're in our own world. And it was just a fun way to for everyone to step outside of their own world and create sort of a plan for how they're going to pivot with the process in place.
1: Yeah. Well, I was really really proud of that work that we did we're going to put a link to the entire brand camp series. It's for advanced speakers. We've got all the worksheets, the checklist, and we're going to put it in the show notes. So if you want to check out the show notes, hop on over to speakerlauncher.com, click on the podcast. And if you don't see it right there, you can search Chris West and we will make sure that you get that content. Chris, today we're talking about how to increase your virtual earnings. We've said times four, because I actually think that that is entirely possible. Tell us what some of your clients are doing and what we mean by increase your virtual earnings.
0: Yeah. Well, I am, I'm, you know, no one could see us because we're on video, but I'm absolutely beaming to talk with you (laughs) about this today because Every time that there's this big cataclysm, you know, there's this big frustrating struggle, right? We have this like, what are we going to do moment? But at the same time, in all this turmoil, there's always these opportunities, right? These incredible opportunities. And one of the things that this has opened up is that virtual experiences, virtual presentations, virtual, all of it has made it so easy for teams to get together right and and where events used to be a one-off thing where a a, a meeting professional or a a company would be spending 6 to 8 months straight planning an event now if they have to address something you know they can get all their team together next week or everyone get together on zoom on thursday here's the link get together yeah. right so all of a sudden now it's made it much more accessible to have events or to do presentations and therefore there's this great opportunity but the key is you have to have a process that can turn one engagement that you might have on the books or held like a hold into multiple. And one of the things that's been so much fun is that I essentially stumbled into this, Jane, as like the best things. And what I want to share with everyone today and what we talked about, why we said we should definitely put this together in a podcast is this is going to be something that most people already have in place. They're just not using. Right. And what's so fun about this is it's going to be the hindsight effect where what I share with people is going to be like, oh, I already knew that. But the hindsight effect is you think you knew it because it seems so obvious, right? And, and the key here is just to ask, what is your change model? What is your transformational process? Or I think you call it the formula, right?
1: Yeah, we really like formula and we kind of have a formula building process that we take people through to help them get to the point where they have something at the other end to show people. But Chris, what I really want to say is, Let's just get really intentional about rather than doing a one-off presentation that we ask the client something like, well, where do you want this to go? Like, what's the whole point? What are you doing this for? And now we've opened up a dialogue for real change at the other end. And I think moving from one-off transaction, one virtual keynote at such and such a date, versus moving through a process of change. That's huge, don't you think?
0: It is. And what's so important is there's this line being drawn and it's a good line. It's not one that's judgmental. It's not one that's divisive. It's just a line being drawn in the speaker industry of, are you someone who can create real change and transformation? Or are you someone who essentially has been doing what one of my uh, friends and colleagues used to, started saying, you know, I actually kind of been a mercenary for the last couple of years where you pay me, I'll show up, I'll give that talk, Right. And, and wherever you pay me, I'll go. And, and at the same time, there's this part of me that is like mission-driven and I want to go so much deeper. I want to make a huge impact. And mm-hmm. the line being drawn is, do you have a keynote that essentially is a one-off? You're there, you give a little entertainment, people are fun, or is this something that can really create change in people's lives and in businesses?
1: Exactly. And, and some people may be okay with being hired to be the first one of those two options. And that that is okay. If you just want to go in and give people a shot of the arm and make them feel good, great. One of my clients. He's a sales guru, and he comes at sales from a different angle. Frank Soma is his name. And he will go on to these virtual Zoom meetings, which we all know have to be getting boring by now, and he'll give them a shot in the arm. And so his goal is like, it's like having a cup of cappuccino at your sales meeting. His goal is to really just boost them up and lift them up. Now, he does have the change process at the other end as well, but really be clear on what your role is in that meeting. And if that's it, then that's okay too.
0: Totally. But what's so, what's so cool is that if you have a transformation process, and I want to share some stories because I want to, I want to give really practical ways that people can take what they already do, especially in their keynote or in their process and actually turn this into multiple engagements. What is so much fun is that whatever you do in 90 minutes, if you break that out into four weeks, right and and someone was very interested in that and you do two things that's so vital one you attach a specific outcome that the company's trying to go for and two a specific timeline hmm. meaning over the fourth quarter what is your company trying to achieve right all of a sudden now you're creating very specific topics right and then you take your keynote and essentially break it into parts about the different ways that for example navigating change or having resilience or anything even humor right? How to use humor in the workplace because we're all a little burnt out. If there's a process that they can walk through, people are much more interested, honestly, right now as having a plan that they can execute rather than just a one-off. They're coming in thinking they want a one-off. They're going to say they want you to speak one time, or we want you to book this. But if you do in a curious way, get interested about over the next quarter, over the next, you know, as you go into 2021, what's your specific plans as a company, and what are the biggest challenge? No, the number one biggest challenge that your people are dealing with, all of a sudden you're getting to specific reasons why they might want to have someone help them longer. And it's not consulting, but it's to say, we have this, an ability to get together now. The keynote does two things always. It always gives people a shared vision or an awareness. That's usually what people do. It's like, oh, I didn't realize that. And then two, it gives them a shared language. But then you know, as we all know, like there has to be something after that, that gets them to take that shared vision and shared language that as a speaker you presented and then turn it into something that's actionable. And I find that if you have a change model in place and you can present that people are much more open to it now in a way that they weren't before. It used to be extremely hard to take one keynote and book follow-up after that because people would say, we love it. Thank you so much. But yeah, we, we we've done enough. We we're not interested in like a five part X or getting our people together on Monday morning or whatever, cause it's going to be too much. But now it's like, we're all so used to it with zoom. People are like, no, this is totally a great idea. And, and if I can, can I share a couple stories that I think people will love?
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. We want to hear them. Cool. All right. So this is how this all came to be always in order to tell a story and in order to build websites, in order to build brands that we do, we have a five-part process we follow. The first part is your brand story. What's the story that you tell with your brand? And the second part is distinction. What puts you in a category of one? So we do those two things first, but the third part that we always get to in any project is what is your change model? When you are creating transformation. You need to give people a process or a plan, steps that they can follow. Once you hear steps, your brain goes, Okay, I get that. Right. But first, it has to be wrapped in story and it has to be thinking you might be the only one that could do this. And then when you give them a process to follow, now that they're just confirming their agreement. Right. So we were working with an amazing speaker named Shola. And I asked Shola, Can I tell this story? He's like, Please. So we were in that third part, his change model. And he is on a mission to create workplace civility all over the world, but especially all over North America is his specialty. I want workplace ability. I want people treating each other kindness. And so we said, okay, well, how do you create workplace civility? And he told us what he does in the keynote. We're like, no, what do you really, really do? Like, how do you actually create a culture and an environment where this is clear? So we kept hammering and hammering because that's what we always need to do. We need to have a process. We need to have specific words and steps. And by the end of it, we had this process, a four-part process called the courageous civility model. And it, it, cause it takes courage to stand up and do what's yeah. right. If you see someone else, right. Someone saying something negative to one of your colleagues or a boss treating someone, you know, for you to stand up and speak, or to you to talk to HR or for you to actually create workplace civility, it takes courage. So it's called the courageous civility process or model. And the next day he had only had it on a sticky at this point. He <laughs> had a, he had a talk with you know, we had it on our, our sheet that we were building with him, but he had it, he was writing on a sticky as we talked. He had a meeting for someone who wanted to book an engagement and, you know, usually show us someone and it's okay to share, right? It's somewhere I'm going to just give a ballpark between 8,500 and 20,000 is what his range is. Mm-hmm. And they said, we'd love to book you for a keynote. And he said, absolutely tell me what's going on and blah 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 he just talked through the normal thing and then he did say you know it does sound like what you're talking about and he just looked down at his sticky <laughs> you know this, this process would actually make such a bigger difference and that could be done over 3 weeks or 4 weeks and she was like how much is that <laughs> and he was like uh it's 25,000 <laughs> you know he just added. And she's like, send over the contract tomorrow. We'll, we'll send you a check. Like that, it, we have money in our budget. We need to use this quarter. That sounds exactly like we need. We don't need this larger thing. So that was day one. Then five days later, he got a call and it was with a, a large university, an organization that's very, very big and, and wants to make a huge impact and has different campuses all over and wants connection. And he told them about it. And they were like, that process sounds ideal what is it going to cost to work with our entire campus for that? And he's like a hundred thousand. And they were like, done, send over the contract. Right. So on day one, the key is he didn't take his process that he had in place and define it and call it something and give steps. So that when someone asked, well, what's the process? He's like, well, first we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Then we'll do this. And this is, you know, it will come next. And so what happened was he called me and he's, I asked him, can I please share this? He's like, please feel free. Like, in six days, Chris. And this is during the pandemic when everyone I know is not making money.
1: I'm a post-it note.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it was Uh, so exciting.
1: Can I tell you why I think it was so powerful? Please. He knew it before. Yes. You locking it into language with like a little TM up in the corner it makes it real. And it gives him this clarity, this crystal clear clarity that he never had before. And we have a saying over here at the wealthy speaker school, clarity equals confidence.
0: Oh, it's so true.
1: So now he's like, okay, I've got something for you. It's, you know, he's got the name of it on the post-it note, but he really understands it. And that clarity is going with him Come forward. Also, When we get engaged in our content, we get excited. And that excitement comes through the Zoom line with whoever it is that we're talking about. And they want that too. They want to feel that same way that you feel. And then, of course, boom, the results are there because the formula works and you know the formula works. So if you've had a formula that you haven't really called anything or you haven't dusted off for a while, this is the time to be thinking about how do I move my clients through this change process that's going to allow them a result at another end? And what's what's perfect for you in terms of delivering it? He said a four-week process, am I right?
0: Yeah, a four-part process. It could be done over the next four weeks. It could be done over the next four months. It depends yeah. on what would serve you best.
1: Exactly. So then you break it down and say, okay, here's what I would recommend. Then you start the negotiation because some people might say they want it this way. Some people might want it another way. I have another client who's actually delivering her process through a series of videos. She'll do the keynote first to tee up the idea, and then she'll bring them weekly videos. And they're going to go through the workbook and everything in their, in their sales meetings. So there's all
0: kinds of ways. Jane, that's exactly it. Is that if this were just a one-off thing, if like that had worked really well with Shola and then we're talking about it right now, this would be silly. But the thing is, is that we've applied it with different clients in multiple ways now and lots of different ways for the last two months. And we are seeing such a massive difference. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was, I, we talked a little bit on the phone and I was like, this is so cool. And you're like, let's tell <laughs> people.
1: Times four. This is what I wanted to call it, is increasing your virtual earnings times four. Because not only is it possible, we're racking up the evidence every single week with our clients. And I think part of what we are doing as coaches, Chris, is we're just helping people see what's possible.
0: Totally. and. it's we all need each other that's what's so crazy because i will say this it's so important i'm drinking the kool-aid too we have (laughs) an incredible project manager on our team and and she looked at our our narrative clarity process our our five-part process but at the time it wasn't five parts it was kind of like three deep dive calls and she's like okay i know this is effective i know people rave about it but i cannot manage something i don't understand so chris give me an hour and then it turned into two. I want to know exactly, exactly, exactly what you do on these calls. And no one had ever asked me before. Wow. Right. And I, 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 it was hard. I was like, well, you know, it's intuitive. And yeah. I, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: And she's like, no, what do you do first? And that's where it was like, well, the truth is, is that. I can't ever help someone with the distinction. We'll put them in a category of one before I understand their full story because distinction comes from two parts. It comes from your experience, which no one else has, and your ideal client's most difficult needs or, or struggles, right? When those points meet, that's where distinction comes from. So I was like, so we always have to do story first. And then the second part is this category of one. I take a lot of the words that they use and a lot of things just come up to the surface. And all of a sudden you see that there's some way that they describe their process that no one else does but then we have to move it into that. And as soon as I gave her the exact steps, she's like, so this is really five parts. I'm like, I guess so. She's like, can we take your three 90 minute calls and turn them into five 60 minute calls? And she helped me define what I was doing in a way I'd never done before. And I feel like we all need people to pull it out of us. And what's your, you're so cool, Jade. And I don't know where, how you guys, I'd love to know your insights, but immediately after that, And there is a point to this, what I'm about to share. And I want to share the lesson here because I've seen it happen with client after client after client. Immediately after that, people started asking to book just that process. I had never had had someone book just the process before. Normally it was always leading to a video or website. And all of a sudden over the next month, I started having people ask for that process. Now I didn't change it. I just shared it all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. Do you know why did that happen though? Why? Because you got so excited about, you got that clarity. Oh, I know exactly what we do now. And this is a part of the process. Yes, it could lead to a video or a website. And I just have to put in a plug for you, Chris, when clients come, sometimes they do it the opposite way. Mm -hmm. I'll recommend that they go to you and then they'll come back again. But when clients come from you and they already have the website from you and that clarity and the vision and it's all laid out on the page oh my goodness that makes our job so much easier over here because we are hitting the ground running so our process is ready aim fire it's just three parts in the ready stage, we help people get crystal clear on what we're selling. We develop some marketing language around that. Then in the aim phase, we help them make sure that the key elements are out on their marketing materials and their website. And then fire, which I think is maybe, maybe the most fun part. And I really love the fire section. We roll that out to your target markets and we get systems and processes in place to make the sales funnel sing. And so this ready and fire, like you're kind of helping with that whole ready and aim chunk. So we just get to go fire and have fun. And I know where we're, we're going to get quality, quality materials, which make the job so much easier from the fire perspective.
0: Well, I'm wondering when, when this is, I don't normally, you're the one asking questions, but do you, can you s- track back in your business when you, change things to Ready, Aim, Fire? Like, did that make any difference? or when did that emerge?
1: Well, Ready, Aim, Fire emerged from book number one, which was somewhere back in the 90s. I mean, we developed this formula and we have used this formula for the basis of book number one, book number two, which is Wealthy Speaker 2.0. We use the same formula in other books that we've written. And it's the formula that we've built the whole school on, the Wealthy Speaker School. So having that clarity always gives me a place to start. So it's amazing. And it allows me to talk with a client. Okay, here's where we're going to go with each other. Boom, boom, boom. And it depends on where they're coming in from, right? So we never get confused about where we are in our work with a client. And now neither do you because you're either in one of the five steps. And by the way, Brand story, distinction, change model—we covered all of that in our brand camp. So make sure you go out to speakerlauncher.com and hit on the podcast to get the show notes for this uh, session today, and we'll we'll provide you with that brand camp. But I would recommend people book that session with you. What's that session called? It's
0: called the narrative clarity process. Of but course, the-
1: it is. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What I have to ask, and I, I want us to not, I just want people to understand, because I remember it is the hindsight effect. Most people listening, especially if they're experienced speakers, they already have this in place, right? They already have a process they walk through. But the thing that's so different about today is it used to be we had enga- we had engagements, keynote, 90 minutes, 60 minutes, etc. And then we had possible consulting or video platform, you know, or something you can follow up with them that they could buy. But what's so cool now, and this is happening, and I'm telling you over and over and over now is that, and I want to talk with you about the sales process, right? Cause it's so important. Cause sometimes I've had a few people, once they got through this, they got so excited. They went out and they just started pitching it to clients, which doesn't work either. It's not like it's, it's magic. The key is exactly what you said earlier. It has to be entirely tailored to them, right? So for example... Shola, with that earlier story, he, one was 25000 one was 100000 right? But the thing is, is one expanded much wider to much more campuses with much more impact. One was for a specific team in right. a Fortune 100 company, right? So it was de- dependent on what they're trying to go for. And the key, though, is that in any given moment, you've taken the time to say, okay, if someone is going through this process with me, mm-hmm. Where they are is here when they start and where they are is here when they finish. What are the exact steps that I walk them through? And usually it's just, you've already walked them through in your keynote, but if it's okay, I want to share one other story because the key is you have to really take what you do on stage and build it into steps, right? And it, it can't be, uh, <laughs> So for example, um, someone who Jane and, and you and I both work with, who's an incredible guy, his name's Ozan. Was on barrel. He is someone who was a rocket scientist. And then He's he became literally
1: a, a rocket scientist. I mean, yeah. when he say this, okay, people, this isn't rocket science. In his situation, his book is called Think Like a Rocket Scientist. So we're taking that that saying off the table for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seriously, then he became a lawyer and then a law professor, right? And he he has a, a, a email every week that goes out. It's called a contrarian. And it is absolutely exactly like he described it to me. It's my favorite email I open up every week, mm-hmm. besides George Jane. But
1: <laughs> you know, 20,000 subscribers,
0: but Yeah, yeah over 22,000 subscribers, right? And he's just been really consistent over time with it. And he offers really fascinating ways to rethink the status quo. Like everyone's thinking like this, and that's very, very, you know, enticing. It draws us in, but here's how to rethink, right? And so he has seven things that he had been doing in his keynote. It's from his his book and it's a bestseller. And so he's like, here's seven strategies for you. But Mm -hmm. I, you know, early on, I was like, you know, yes, that works with cell phone, I mean, numbers, but like, I can't think of seven things ever. So I was like, can you really do this incredible thing where you talk to people about this moonshot idea, where if you aim for the moon, even before you have the, the things in place for how to go there, just like JFK said, you know, we're going to the moon in 10 years. And NASA was like, what in the world? We don't even have the materials. We've never tried like, any of these things. You can't promise everyone. He's like, well, I promise, so find a way. What happened was that they had to come up with new metals. They had to learn how to you know, dock in space. They had to do all these things that they didn't before. So he has this idea that if you shoot for the moon with your company, even if you don't hit it, you're going to develop things you never anticipated be- along the way. If you had just said, we're going to get into space, you would have never developed the things that NASA did right so but it was seven strategies and i said well can i ask like what's the process to think different and over and over we talked about it and he built this process called the moonshot process which was already in place but now it was first you have to reimagine and he took several of the the strategies three of them in fact and they were all under reimagine right mm-hmm. like first principles thinking like let everything go except for what's essential right mm-hmm. the questions you ask different stuff but it's this whole reimagine part so now Three strategies that used to be three is now just one idea, which is how you reimagine. Okay. Then two, you move into experiment. Third, after you've experimented and you test hypotheses to identify what works and what doesn't, you can then accelerate. You can gather the content from that, and then you can achieve. The key is, is that before people didn't know that where they were in the innovation process. They right. didn't. Know that we're in the reimagine part. Right. You know, we're now in the experiment. Like we're trying things, sir, but we don't know if it's going to work, and it gives. Frontline people, or engineers, or anyone—the the way to say, "Sir, we're right now in the experiment," or man, we we're right now in the experiment phase," right? So that they get a lot more leeway from their their, and then and then once you've experimented, you can accelerate and achieve. And it, once he had that in place, before he was going to start a mastermind group for CEOs leading companies, but he didn't specifically have a plan for how he was going to run that mastermind group. But we we walked, talked through the moonshot process. And then he added specific language to it. This is for CEOs from different industries. I'm not going to have anyone who's in the same industry in this group. We're going to go through a moonshot process. This is for someone who wants to achieve huge results by the end of 2020, right? And we're going to go through this process that lets you first reimagine what's possible in your industry so you can lead it, not follow. Then I'll help you experiment through that. Then as you experiment, I'll help you accelerate it. And then we'll achieve those goals. And as soon as he laid it out that way, people started signing up for it like right away, right? And so this is not just an engagement. This is if you're planning a group. It manage, if whatever you do, if you can make huge difference in people's lives, you have to lay out the steps that they can follow because one, you get clarity and confidence about how you're going to describe that to people. And then two, they feel confident about where they're going with you.
1: So think about Ozon selling this where he's saying to people, one of two things. He could say, well, we're going to meet once a week and we're going to talk about thinking like a rocket scientist, and then we're going to do this and this and this and this and this. So that's all the delivery logistics. Or talk about creating the moonshot And going through this and this and this, that's very outcome oriented. I think oftentimes people get lured into the logistics. Oh, you've called me about a date next month where you want to do a Zoom call exactly so now immediately we're talking about logistics and delivery and the the mechanism and and all of that but we're not at all focused on the outcome so i would say what we want to do is have a little paradigm shift in our conversations with clients and move them very very quickly over to outcomes and the deep dive on the content and and see where that takes you. There are going to be people on the other end of the line, Chris, who just have a spot to fill. That's all they're. That's all they have. The blinders up, and that's all they can think about. Well, I just need a speaker for my Zoom call on blah 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 day, right? That's all. That's all you're going to get. But when you get decision makers on the line and ask them what is the purpose of all of this, and if you can get anybody on the line who can tell you what is the purpose of all of this, then I think you have a shot at this.
0: And and that's absolutely true. This only works with the right decision maker, right? If it's someone who's just filling a spot, odds are you're probably going to still just fill that spot. The, the yeah. difference though, is that there is a way usually where you can ask them the kinds of questions around, talk to me about the event. Talk to me about why you're doing it. Talk yeah. to me about what you're tasked to be able to do. What do you want for this outcome? And then I'm wondering you as a leadership team or as the leadership team, who's, who's leading this what have you guys been talking about? And all of a sudden there is an amazing way how a lot of times when people hear something different than they've heard from our speakers, mm-hmm. I, I, for example, I was, I, I, was, I, someone reached out to me who is an association event planner and they were planning a big event and it was first the event planner that I spoke with. Right. Mm-hmm. But I asked him, asked her a lot of questions. She's like, you know what? I think I should probably have the next conversation with you and our CEO. Yes. Right. And then we talked with her and the CEO and then eventually we were talking to once the proposal was put together because they want us to help with the whole virtual side of it. Then we were having a conversation. I asked personally, when does the finance committee meet for this? Mm. She's like, they meet next Thursday. I'm like, would it be at all helpful if I joined for just 10 minutes if they have any questions? And she was like, actually, that would be amazing. Would you be willing to do that? I was like, absolutely. So now it was first the event planner, then it was the CEO, then it was the finance committee. Yeah. Right? And so you have to be talking to the right people. But Wait, the, who's
1: holding the purse strings on? <laughs> and, and so a great question to just ask is, what's the process for moving forward? Tell, And then they say, oh, well, it needs to go to the finance committee. And I, even if, let's say, th- that first conversation results in, well, all I care about is just filling a spot and you yeah. can't get anywhere. You would just ask, well, after we do that on that date could I come back to you with some tailored recommendations based on what I found out and tailored recommendations means okay you know there's there's nothing to lose by getting some recommendations back from an expert that you have hired
0: well and you know the way that I always ask or share with my clients that i think is the perfect way to do that is i i tell them you know one of the things that i do is that i do a debrief at the end of every one of my keynotes mm-hmm. and the reason i want to do that debrief so i want to make sure that everyone had an amazing time Two, i want to make sure that everyone got the the links that were we we talked about and i want to you know confirm that this was the impact you wanted Let's schedule, you know, what would your availability be like the following week so we can have that debrief conversation? Yeah, exactly. and people are like, oh, that sounds awesome. And it's always just a debrief conversation. If you schedule that at the beginning, this is when you're doing live or virtual. It's amazing how when people are pumped and you have a meeting after to debrief and you say, you know, based on what I saw, based on what I heard, tell me, you know, I have a few ideas, but tell me what have you seen? Oh, people are loving it. And blah blah. blah. now you have a perfect way to do it. But the final thing, Jane... That's so important is just like we're talking about that sales conversation. If people go into a conversation planning to close, I'm closing this. Mm. I believe that they've already set their energy in the wrong direction. Okay. So intentionally we want the energy to be what? Inquiry. Inquiry. Like what are you interested in curiosity in any conversation that I have with someone who's going to be possibly a new client? One of the things I've trained myself over the years is even if we are having a month where cash flow is low mm-hmm. and I can feel like I'd love for this engagement to close. And we've all been there, right? No matter where you are, I always take a moment a few minutes before and I just ask myself, are you trying to close or are you interested? Right. And when I go from curiosity to, you know, what's going on in your business, what are you, what are you trying to achieve? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And my interest is only, can I help this person? Yes. The kinds of questions that you ask and the energy you put off is so different because the thing is, is if you build this formula out and then, or, you know, we call it change model, whatever, if you build your process out and then you are planning to pitch it to people, it will not work. It will fall flat. But the key is, is that if you ask in the specific ways, what are you trying to achieve over the next quarter? You know, or, or what, what is the, the biggest struggle that your people are dealing with right now? What's the biggest challenge you have on your plate? Right. And, and you're talking specifics and only after they've shared in detail where they're trying to go and what they're, how they're struggling to get there, Mm. you can then say, you know, it does sound like, you know, the keynote will be a phenomenal fit for that. The thing with the keynote is it's going to create a a shared vision that everyone can get on board with. Right. And it's going to give a shared language because we're able to meet virtually right now. Another way that we can do this, are you open to an idea? right? Or whatever. Or you say, based yeah. on what I'm hearing you say, right? And that's the key words, of course, based on what I'm hearing you say. And then you give them this, The when you have a process mm-hmm. that can be done in the keynote, but it also can be done over the next four weeks. And sometimes, you know, it's amazing how much more they're like, tell us more. And if you have a process and steps and you have keywords, yes. it's amazing how many more people are like, I love that idea. And we're watching it happen where and this is so important. And this is why I think you and I both like, we got to talk about this is in a year where most speakers are having the worst year ever, there are some speakers are having their best year ever. And the difference for me is it's the speakers who can have that consistent process in place where people desperately right now, whether they say they want you to speak once or not, they're looking for someone who can help them achieve a result.
1: Yes, And if you yes. can be
0: the people who help them that in, in four sessions or one session or two sessions, they are so much more interested in booking it. And they have all of a sudden a lot more budget.
1: You know, one of my clients, Meredith Powell, we talked about how we did a Facebook live not too long ago. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. and And she was incredibly curious at the beginning of this. And we talked about how she ran towards the fire versus away from it, which some people might've done at the beginning. And all she went in with was a kind of a servant's heart. I'm, I'm coming, I'm here to help. Obviously you're, you're in trouble. You know, we all are. What, what can I do to help? And I think it's that curiosity. So I'm putting curiosity on a post-it because I really like that idea, Chris. It's that curiosity that she came to the table with that then didn't result in, it actually resulted in a ton of virtual webinars, but it also, I think there were two major six-figure consulting contracts and different things that she was able to make as recommendations to clients to help them get through this really difficult period that has served her incredibly well. But I would say that's where it started was with curiosity.
0: So good. Oh, and so, because it's so powerful too, is that the other part in all of this, and I'm, you know, I'm really into the way that the universe unfolds. I'm really into working in flow, right? Those things are matter the most to me. One of the things that I've seen consistently is with the background in counseling, when you ever see a counselor, if that counselor was just like, just talk to me for 60 minutes and um, I'll just listen, right? Yeah. You'd be like pretty quick. You'd be like, are we doing something here? Like, what yeah. are we doing? Right. If 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 after a couple sessions, a counselor can recommend a plan, right? You know what I'm hearing you say is this, and it sounds like you know this is the thing you're not seeing. And Mm -hmm. I think over the next few weeks, if we do this, I think you're going to see a lot of results. All of a sudden, you're interested in being with that person. The the key word I want to say, besides curiosity, is safety. Is are you a safe person for your clients to work with? And Mm -hmm. one of the keys that I find to be the, the best. Like best ways to be incredibly safe and trusted, it's probably a much better word, is is to have a process that you know by heart and they can hear, right? Because now you're both following the same plan. And before, you know, especially before my project manager this year was like, I need to know the process. (laughs) I always, always got great results with people I worked with. But yeah. they will tell you, and we got this in feedback, which is totally different now, but they would say, I loved my results. There were times in the process I wasn't quite sure where we were. Yes. Right? I don't... I,
1: <laughs> or the road wasn't direct or what have you. And now you've got this really amazing direct route to success.
0: Yeah. And that's the key is, is that's the question for everyone listening is, have you taken the time to really ask what's the transformation I can walk people through What is the process? What's the steps? And have I named it not so that you can then start pitching that idea. I've got this process right here. Boom here. Boom. No, but it's that when they do present to you what they're, what they're trying to achieve in specific words and what their greatest challenge is, you have some steps that you can help them. This is the key is you put their words into your step process. You know, So I heard you say you're trying to do this. Well, the first thing you have to do if you're trying to hit that is, boom, you're step one. Yes. And after you get that, you need to do this step one. Right? And that's something that I can present in my keynote. A lot of times I find that it's kind of a lot to go over in 60 minutes or 90 minutes. Right. Are you open to an idea? Because I've been finding that with virtual, it's been working really well for some of my clients to do this in three sessions. And all of a sudden they're like, again, that's, it's, this is the key words I want you to use. Like I've been finding it's working really well, right. Or because we're in this new world, it's been working really well to do the following. And now you're not pitching an idea like, okay, well you need the X
1: process. That builds trust. trust. Other people are having success with this. Totally. There's an old sales
0: technique
1: is feel felt found. And you're using part of that. I, you know, I understand how you feel, what some of my clients have found is da, 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 and you're using a part of that. It's really, really good, Chris.
0: Well, it, it's just, it's just being so interested and curious, but then having a safe process they can walk through or a trusted process they can walk through. And I use those words interchangeably because I think safety is a huge feeling that people want to feel more than anything yeah. right now. Can we trust, trust this? You know, we're, we're already Yeah. We want to be able to feel like we can trust this process. And when you give them a safe process by knowing that process yourself, the key is, is that you're not, you're not using your terminology or using their words and what they're trying to achieve. You're just doing it in your process. And all of a sudden, and we're seeing this happen over and over. One keynote is turning into a three-part session. Mm -hmm. One keynote that was supposed to happen is turning into, you know, like a a six-month you know, process that you're going through. And it's not like you're becoming a consultant overnight if you're not already, but that kind of like longevity of you helping them achieve something by just being there like once a month or something with your presentations. It's amazing how much contracts when it's a year that people are down are becoming the three to four times, you know, X what they used to be. And that's what's virtual is making it possible. And just think about the largest company you can think of even the largest company right now could get all of their people together in in five days because virtuals made it that easy. And that used to not be possible, right? We didn't have this concept before. And so when we have this new way to like walk them through a process, that is what is making, I feel, the biggest impact in being a lucrative way that speakers can really make an impact this year.
1: I love it. All right. Let's bottom line it. Number one let's get intentional about solving problems rather than filling spots. Okay. Number two, if you've got a process, let's dust it off and kind of language it so that you get really, really excited about what is going on and label it something interesting, something that you might want to put a little TM above that I think would be really, really cool. Number three, if you don't already have a process, Chris, tell people how they uh, book that process with you. I think that's really powerful.
0: Well, I really appreciate Jane, but I do want to say from anyone I've ever talked with when they go through this process with you. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I'm going to be the voice on the other end of this. Cause I know it's your podcast saying like, Jane is obviously one of the people you definitely want to talk to. i want
1: to take your process and run with it in fire. So I'm okay to be in the fire stage with you in the process. Okay. So chris, yeah. tell everybody how yeah. they do that with you.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the best way is to just go to our, our website, videonarrative.com. Okay. And yeah. I mean, we, if, you, if you just want to connect on, on that or my personal email is chris at videonarrative.com. But the key is, is that there's a, a great process and a team in place. That mm-hmm. makes sure that, you know, I, I know what I do really well and one of them is not details, right? So when people connect through the website, there's a, a great way that you're instantly, we connect with you and, and, and I, uh, yeah. Beautiful,
1: okay, and I'll put in a plug for my Focus 40 just in case that makes sense. It could be before or after you do your process with Chris, come back to me and we do 40 minutes together by Zoom to really map out what your strategy is going to be long-term moving forward and that's at a really reduced price. It's a one-time thing that people can take advantage. So you can come to me for a Focus 40 and we'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. Chris, is there anything we've missed in our bottom lining?
0: I think more than anything, we just have to consistently say, this is a year for opportunity, mm. not a year to shrink. And the key is just like all of us need to do, we've got to reach out and rely on some people, people we can trust. Right. And maybe that's Jane, maybe that's me, but I will say a lot of times people are trying to go this alone right now. And what I learned myself this year was that when our project manager said, tell me in detail this process, she pulled out something that was already in me that I didn't have someone pull out of me. And it might, you might already have someone in your life who can do that. But the key is, is that don't just say, okay, I got this, but maybe reach out to the right people or the right person in your life to run it by. And a lot of you guys have mastermind groups. So do it in your mastermind group. The four of you, you know, really schedule time with, you know, two of each, maybe you split into pairs and you... Ask the person in the mastermind group, okay, well, what do you do first? What do you do second? And that recording with the words coming out as they're here they're going to give you such better feedback than you could possibly hear if you just listened to yourself. Do it with someone. That is the most successful way to really refine your process and get that feedback. And either someone who's trusted or a mastermind group is the way to do it.
1: I love it. Chris West, you never disappoint. I am so thrilled to be back on the air now with you, my friend. And thank you so much for your time today.
0: And, and you you and I are thinking about maybe doing like a master class or something where people can do this deep dive process together, right?
1: And as soon as we have it, we'll put the show notes that we'll put a link to, I think it might even be a webinar, but we haven't, uh, I would like it to be a master's class webinar on how to walk through the deep dive on the formula builder. Cool. That'd be a lot of fun. All right. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And with that, we will say, see you soon, wealthy speakers. Bye for now.
0: Would you like a chance to win a free virtual coaching session with Jane Atkinson? Go to speakerlauncher.com slash win and follow the instructions there to be entered into the contest. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast.